you're at a place you just discovered. And being an American Express Platinum card member with Global Dining Access by Resi helped you score tickets to quite the dining experience. Okay, chef. You're looking at something you've never seen before, much less tasted. After your first bite, you say nothing because you're speechless. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your dining experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you in part by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like The Guest List by Lucy Foley. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast number 762. This- what do you guys got on the Nerdist Community Court Board? Let's uh, go left to right. Katie? I just want to plug Ian Carmel's new album, 9.2, on Pitchfork, because I love Ian. He did Meltdown last night, and he was hilarious, and people should check it out, if he, especially if you don't know Ian. Listen to it, because he's great. Great. Kyle, what do you got? Uh, I got a guy named Thomas is throwing out his uh, girlfriend, Steph, uprooted her whole life to move with him. And she is working on a new website as sort of something before she can get a oh, job. Oh, I read this email. It was a really sweet email. Uh, her thing is called Happy Mess Media. So H-A-P-P-I-M-E-S-S-M-E-D-I-A, Media. And it's really cool. And I love that, that uh, they're figuring out a way to make positive changes when you have all sorts of crazy stuff going on in your life. Excellent. Matt Myra, what do you want to promote? Uh, we got a live show December 5th at the Ice House in Pasadena. Ah. Uh, Kevin Smith Which and podcast I is that? There we go. Just want to stress: you don't have to know Frasier or even like Frasier to come see us live. But we cosplay for Frasier is encouraged. Where'd you get lost, Kelly Carlin? Like, how do I? <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, no, show I'm Kelly it. how to get out of here. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> Special guest from the intro, Kelly Carlin. <laughs> She'll be on a future episode of the podcast. Uh, yeah, so December 5th at the Ice House in Pasadena. Uh, get tickets there. It's a fun little venue we're doing. And then uh, 28th at the Bray Improv and the 31st at the Melrose Improv. See Smod Live. You can see all our dates there. Please come visit us. They're coming again. You just have to, of the combined... 11 podcasts that Kevin and I are on. Mm-hmm. You just have to like one of them. <laughs> That's where they all it's meet 11, in the middle. It's 11, really? That's where they yeah. all meet in the middle. I do five, he does six. Oy. That's pretty spectacular. Yep. Good for you guys. This episode is Evan Peters, uh, who is an American Horror Story hotel. Has been on American Horror Story for a while. Wednesday nights at 10 p.m. on FX. He's also in X-Men Apocalypse. He plays a character you may have heard of called Quicksilver. He's in that as well. And, uh, Wait, really nice didn't guy. they kill that character in the Avengers Age of Ultra? Oh, yeah. I don't know how they're going to write around that. Oh, boy. This is separate. What? I don't understand rights. I don't understand rights. I don't understand rights. I literally have no idea what you guys are talking about. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Katie, sports! Sports! Fantasy sports! 
I hear the sports are calling. Sure, it can be anything you want. That's the beauty of the song. What's your favorite iteration of it? Uh, as it was written. Oh, you like the And recorded sure, by you appear. Sir Kelsey Grammer. Kyle, you're just in time for the end of the intro. All right. Here's uh, Evan Peters, Nerds Podcast number 762. Katie. Do it now. No. Do listen to Kyle. Kyle Taylor, I roll the thing. Just roll, like to thank the, the Outback Steakhouse for sponsoring this. The Outback Steakhouse is not sponsoring anything, Matt. Would you stop trying to oh. force they have people this, on? They keep having board meetings. We're getting all these weird bumps from this <laughs> podcast market. I'd like to also thank the Olive Garden. Uh, unlimited pasta is ending soon. They, get do, out they there. don't. Spo- they're not sponsoring get the podcast there, right get now. Your, get to, what about the breadstick get... sandwiches? Is that That's a thing? A thing. Yeah. That is a thing. What? They're trying to find all sorts of new uses for the breadstick. Oh, I'm so glad they're the sponsoring us. What an they're amazing They're not product. sponsoring us at all. You're Olive Garden it. is upcycling. So if you can support upcycling, then I think you should support I like the, it. Can you roll the thing before Matt tries Thanks. to pull every franchise restaurant chain? Hey, what about Red Robin? Sponsorship on the podcast. Red Robin is not sponsoring us, but your neighborhood grill Applebee's sure is. Oh, all right. I'm eating good in this Lunch neighborhood. specials, guys. $9.99. I want my baby back, baby back. <laughs> That's Chili's. Okay. Also a sponsor. <laughs> Now entering Nerdist.com. Redden, these are cushy mics. You can mash your face on them if you feel like. They're very soft. Our version of holiday cups from Starbucks. I like you holding yours. Can I hold mine? You can hold yours. Yeah, you can hold yours. It's actually better if you hold it. Actually, some people, some people get back here and they go, "When I was young," and then you can't hear anything. So this is actually this is actually better. This is great. Yeah. Yeah. This will fulfill every desire that you've ever had to be a morning radio DJ, which I'm sure. DJ. Yeah. <laughs> what would your DJ name be? If you were a morning DJ, what would the format be? And what would your DJ name be? <sighs> DJ Skittles, and uh, we'd probably talk about uh, current events. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got some bad news for you, DJ Skittles. No one's listening. Oh. <laughs> yes, they are. Sad. Listen, I think I think having a I think having a serious talk radio show by DJ Skittles is a fucking fantastic idea. <laughs> Thank well, you. I think it's a winner, and I like that it was kind of on the tip of your tongue, like right away. This is something that you've been. Yeah, you I dream about it all day. <laughs> I don't know if you remember this. I met you for a second at. Yes. Yes. I do remember that at that. Uh, thing party thingy yes but it's always weird i'm very i feel always feel weird coming up to people at parties and saying anything because i i don't know i just feel like everyone's kind of trying to survive that process anyway and like yeah hey i do a podcast that you might be on and it's like (laughs) what are you supposed to say to that okay but you were very gracious yeah you you or we tried to do this before yes and then it didn't work out because of dates and working and everything and then now it worked out. So yeah. That's good. yeah, I'm so glad that you're finally on. How, are you? Are you? Are you shooting at the moment? or Are you off? Yes, I am shooting. Yeah, you are. We're, we're shoot, we shoot till December 11th, I think. This oh year. wow. Yeah. yeah. So oh, I had no idea it was so right on top of the airing schedule. Oh yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's catching up to us. Yeah. <laughs> you think those scripts are done? Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing this week? I don't know. Grab that thing. Right, uh, run yeah. around the halls. I don't know. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Is it? it do, how does each season feel for you? Is it is it? Do you approach it as like this is an entirely new thing, or does it all feel like a part of the same thing? Oh, you know what? It, it feel. I mean, the stories are different and the characters are different, but we're still in the same 
boat, you know, the the the, the super last minute boat scrambling to get shit done. <laughs> um, you know, everybody's screaming and crying and yelling, and you know, in the in the scenes and everything. It's all still a terrifying, you know, horrid show so we're doing that but it's a little bit different because we're different characters and i think it's probably best that you're super rushed so you don't have too much time to think about the dreadful things that are happening exactly on the the program yeah you just dive in and just dive in here and think about i still want to know what it kind of i don't really understand what happened to you at the end of season two yeah (laughs) (laughs) still trying to figure out what happened i died but there was some alien thing and oh they never yeah they never uh closed that book uh they just kept it open you know maybe maybe the next maybe the next season will be each episode is like, here's a wrap-up episode for each of the previous. <laughs> you kind of see, like, check in what happened everybody. Well, it's FX, yeah. right? So it could be X-Files crossover. Huh? Oh. Mulder oh. and Scully have to investigate this alien thing they never wrapped up. Oh, shit. Okay. Guys, I'm really Scully. just here to pitch bullshit. Matt, that's not <laughs> bullshit. I would watch the fuck out of that. Are you yeah. kidding me? No problem. Anytime. All right. Good. And then uh, maybe uh, Family Guy crossover. Too, they right, do some animated. Okay. All right, take I was trying to get the no, no, no. <laughs> I, was, I was on board a second ago, but <laughs> yeah. you don't need to. You need to throw an animated family. Well, then Mulder the joins league. a fantasy football league with the league, <laughs> <laughs> and then Louis has a re- has a, a, a crisis uh, in the middle of it. Yeah, great. While the uh, Shield, uh-huh. cops. No, Shield. Oh, Shield. Yes, Shield is FX. I thought you were saying not, Agents, not Agents of, Shield, of Shield, and I was like, that's ABC. We can't do this. No. Okay. Good. Although technically Marvel and that, you could do that. Like you could just appear in both. Yes. No, I could. You could just quicksilver it. <laughs> Contractually, and, they would. Are that. you sure? Yeah. No, I feel like if you just asked, <laughs> I could never do. That. No, I'm 100 percent positive. Be fine. Fox will not allow yeah. that. <laughs> that would never really do Marvel that. might want to do it. <laughs> Fox right. will be like, no. I think you should just ask. I think you know. Yeah, it's like, I'll throw it out there. You know. <laughs> You know all the meetings executives love to have the actors in on when they're making film decisions. <laughs> you know yeah. we really need to. We really want to hear what the actors think about how we should be directing these guys. Well, guys, we're working on this scene. Okay, Professor X seeks out Mulder. Okay, follow me. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Tony Stark is involved. All right, we're gonna have to leave. I'm sorry. How do you like doing genre stuff? I mean, is it is it is it, is it something that you always wanted to do, or is it just sort of like, oh, well, this I was, you know, this is sort of how it unfolded. You mean like the horror genre? I mean horror and superhero, uh, superhero. and yeah. I, no, I mean, I, listen, I really like special effects movies. I've always loved those movies as a kid. So the, being a part of the X Men franchise has been amazing and kind of like a dream come true. But um, horror genre, I never really. I was always freaked out by it. And, like, you know, and you know, there's, like, cult classic horror movies and things like that. I always really admired those guys for getting into those movies. Like, what's that, the Santa one? The, the, there's a horror Silent Santa Night, Deadly Night? Yes, mm-hmm. that one. I watched that with a buddy, and, and, and it was kind of hilarious and amazing. And I was like, oh, this is really cool. I wish I was one of those guys who, like, was really into these, you know? <laughs> That'd be awesome. Uh, and, and then I just got the job. I mean, I just was totally out of work and needed a job, you know? So then... I got the work, and then I just ended up falling in love with, with making horror and like all the blood and the scariness and the and the crying and all that stuff. I think it's really, it's really fun and challenging work, but also uh, it makes you appreciate scary movies so much more. You look at the gags and you look at everything that's going on behind the scenes. And like, oh shit, how did they do that? And it's really kind of uh, it's opened up my eyes to the genre more. And you know, I like Halloween more now and dressing up and really appreciate people who go oh, that's with good. costumes and stuff. That's so. good. American Horror Story yeah. is definitely artier than traditional slasher horror yes. fiction. Yeah, too. it's a little more glamorous, a little more... Uh, it's almost like a... It's more of a drama than... than with, with some scariness right. in there, right? I right. Think, except for this season is really, I think, 
kind of taken it to another level of of scary and bloody and 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 this is definitely for me the scariest season this one in season two i think or the scariest was do are are you do they let you guys know exactly where the arcs are all going to go? Because there's obviously a lot of different... No. Nope. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> you basically get four episodes before you start. You get to, like, figure out what you're doing. You know, you get to get some backstory and figure it out. And then you're basically, you know, just going through the story as you're given it. So it's... You're kind of... Like, we're reading the scripts thinking, oh, my God, what, what the hell happens next? Like, what do I have to do next? This is insane. So then you, you, you read it and realize that you're in a gangbang, you know, with blood everywhere. <laughs> and, oh, shit. <laughs> as you do so, as you do yeah drives it drives too quick to be a great lubricant but right anyway yeah, right. Wanna, it does it totally does yeah. it's sticky yeah I, I assume some of these themes will be explored in x-men apocalypse <laughs> I mean, right? right. big, big giant gangbang forever yeah yeah it's like, a fun <laughs> the only thing that can stop apocalypse is a gangbang <laughs> what leave the room sorry if you're quicksilver you could hit like 12 gangbangs in totally. a span of 20 minutes oh no problem but I I, yeah. I, lo- I love the uh, the panel at Comic Con this year, which I'm, I imagine was really overwhelming for all of you guys on the panel. But it was the largest panel that I'd ever seen. It was massive. Yeah, it was. Uh, how many of us were out there? I couldn't even count them all. Uh, everyone, everyone, like yeah. all of everyone was yeah. out there. But it's all, it's really hard because when there's that many people on a panel, you want to be able to talk to everyone. But there's really only time for the most obvious. Right. What is it like being yeah, that character? It is great. Okay. Like, there's yeah. nothing you can really, because there's like 30 people that have to talk. Yeah. So it's harder to go in depth. But is Comic Con a complete blur for you, or do you just you get in and get out? Yeah. I, they, they, uh, well, we were working in Montreal, so they flew us in for that, and then we, we did it. And then I was there two days, like one and a half days, and then flew out again. So it, I really don't get to enjoy it or walk around or anything. <laughs> uh, you just kind of get to go out there and. Like you said, answer one question. Like, <laughs> get back on a plane. Get back on a plane. <laughs> it's like, oh, man. Yeah, there was a – I was at the – the I performed it just for laughs this year. And, the, and the, the big news of the festival was like, there's X-Men people coming to the comedy shows like yeah. dur- during the festival. Yeah, I tried to go. I, I was working. I couldn't go to it. Oh, man. I know. Bullshit. Come on. Yeah. How did you – did you – have you acclimated to – did you acclimate to uh, Quebecois culture? Did you – Oh, uh, no. Uh, I can't. I was that's trying. That's the way they like it. Yeah, I know. They don't like us uh, if you don't speak French. Uh, it was hard, man. It's. I mean, it's. It's a beautiful city. Everybody. It's a great party city. And it was the summer too, like because it's so damn cold there in the winter. Like when it turns summer, everyone's just ripping off clothes and so happy and excited and drinking. And it's, Plus it's really like fun. Three to one, girls to men. Yeah. Yeah. Is it really in Montreal? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I don't notice those things anymore. That's good, Chris. Is it <laughs> married? <laughs> I'm getting married. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. And I wasn't saying that sarcastically. I genuinely don't notice those things anymore. Like, I just sort of... Well, you don't leave the hotel or the venue. I don't leave the hotel or the venue, yeah. no. Well. Because I don't really... I did go to the one party, though. But it just... I, parties... Are you... Par, do you like... I don't like those kind of parties. I like a little house party. With yes. Yeah. Like, a nice, small, controlled environment. Right. Yeah, that's just okay. Like, a thousand people just smushed into a tiny space. Scary. It's a fire hazard. It's it not is right. a fire hazard. Yeah. It's a weird, but also the only way you see anyone is that it's it's almost like it, it creates this social turnstile where you're constantly like flipping and, and you <laughs> right. like you see oh and you, and you come face to face. I think you and I said hi because we literally just sort of got smushed through the crowd yeah. face to face. Oh hello, it's teacups. Right. Everyone's, it is, everyone's it is kind of teacups. teacups. Yeah. yeah, it is kind of teacups. Oh. But is it? it uh, what is what goes through your head when you are at an event 
like that? Is it I can't wait to get home, or is it what Comic Con? No, 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 no. Like when you're oh, at that event, like a weird party where oh man, Ugh. that one was what, what's the right amount to drink? You know, you don't want to get too sloppy, <laughs> mm-hmm. but you want to have a good time. And and uh, also, I, I like you were saying before, when you look across the room and you connect eyes with somebody that you know, yeah, and it's too hard to get over there. <laughs> that's the worst part of the whole thing. I I, I don't know. I, I don't really. I don't really go to that many of those parties. I never know what you know? to say to people there because it, it there's nothing really. It, it's it's like well, do you if you don't because you don't really. It's full of people that you don't know that well. Yeah. So it's weird to kind of get in depth for like because you'll say like oh what are you doing right but yeah. it's like oh I'm working okay and then any more than that kind of feels like you're prying <laughs> right tell me about your personal life I don't really know you that well like it's it's such a strange and then you ask where you're from. <laughs> right, and then and then you get the answer, and you're like, "All right, cool. <laughs> that's a place, sweet, yeah." yeah. I've never like? been there, but cool. Sounds good. Yeah. That's in an atlas. And then you ask how long you've been out in L.A. Yep, you know, cause people mm-hmm. say 10, mm-hmm. 11 years. All right, yeah, me too. Somewhere around there. Sure, it's been hot last couple days, huh? Yeah, yeah. Real hot. Jesus, when's it gonna <laughs> cool down? God. <laughs> well, you know, they got seasons over in New York. It's already. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ever been to Portland? No. All right. Good to see you. Good yeah, to see you, you too. too, man. Good well, luck on the 405. Good luck on the... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a bad, awkward, small talk. I, I, I really do respect the people who just show up and they just disappear and they leave and they don't try to... Yeah. They just make that, that exit. I'm like, oh, I thought that they were just here a second ago, but then they don't, they don't stick around. The Irish goodbye. Is that what that is? Yep. Oh, I thought it was a French exit. <laughs> oh, my God, guys. That's anal sex. Okay. The Irish goodbye is when you leave a party without saying Why would it be an exit, though? That's, it's, yeah, French uh, exit is like enter. It's a weird thing. Don't worry about it. I don't think so. I just want you to get see it. you try to justify your way out of that. <laughs> I just want to see how you would make that make sense. Uh, French are filthy. Uh, well, I don't know. Don't we worry can about start it. Keep talking. Netflix. Keep talking about okay, the thing you were I'm talking sorry. about. All right. Well, don't worry about this. Uh, at Matt Meyer on Twitter. <laughs> yep. Enjoy it. Uh, two T's, one R. <laughs> figure it out. Are you on social media at all? Uh, I am. I'm just so fucking bad at it. I honestly, I'm terrible at it. I can't. I can't figure out what to write, what to post, what to put up. I'm just. Uh, I don't know. You know. I just don't know how to do it. And I think it's healthier that way, to be it's, honest. Yeah. Do you do it a lot? Do you? Of course. Yeah. Yes. Everything I do is based around it. But it's oh. a, you know. It, but you know, if it, even if it didn't involve work, I still would do it. But it really is. Uh, uh, I, I'm, I've been sort of interested to talk to people and try to create some sort of a sliding scale of life happiness versus obsession with social media. <laughs> and I, I feel like some of the people that I've talked to that aren't really involved in social media yeah. tend to be more like normal, adjust, well-adjusted people who seem to be kind of happy in general. You know? Yeah, yeah. You get your like, you get your, you know, your, your happiness not from likes, from you know. You get it from life. From life. Not from. I'm life. looking for life. Get your happiness from life, not from likes. Not from likes. Yeah. Oh, that's a nice. That's, that's a good great. sentiment. That that's is a good total sentiment. Total bullshit. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's an. It, it does make sense. It's just hard to apply because it's hard not to be. Uh, you know, obsessed with your likes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Need those likes. Come on. Why do people like? People like the last one more. What did right. that happen? <laughs> right. How do I? How do I validate myself today? Yeah. But don't you find that? This this profession in particular, particularly acting, there it's so difficult. I think just as humans, we need to try to find markers for how we validate what. It, or am I doing the right thing? Is this good? Am I not? Am I advancing? It's so hard to tell because this particular business isn't. It's not linear in any way. No. So how do you know? Like how do you know if what you're doing or do you think it matters at all? Uh, 
I don't know, man. I guess if people say good job, if, you're, if they're like, hey, man, that was really good. That was great. And you're like, okay, cool. That's it. And as long yeah. as you keep working, I guess yeah, that's I guess all. Yeah, that's the thing. If you're, if you're working, then that's, that's good, you know. And you got to check. Sometimes I check. You know, you see, you see what fans are, are writing at mentioned things, and you, you, you write back, hey, that's cool, you know. I don't know. But it's, it's, it's a, that's kind of an impossible question to answer because you're right. You really never know if you're doing the right thing. I guess maybe you just have to enjoy what you're doing while you're doing it, and someday when you're really old, you can look back and go, I guess I did a good job. Yeah, that was okay. I guess it was all right. Yeah, I guess you know when everything's, a really, every, everything's really shitty, you know, then you know that things were going well, I guess. I guess so, but don't you think, I think that's what the danger is, though, is, you know, if you're so used to putting out fires or scrambling to survive, will you recognize when things are good? Can you recognize when things are good, or is it always like, ah, I gotta mess something up so I can yeah, fix it? Yeah, more. I need more. 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 What? What? I don't know. More of everything. Just more. <laughs> more success. More of I everything. More. more of that. Give me more. Yeah, we are addicted to that stuff, but I think it's mostly to just distract ourselves from being alone in our own heads. Sure. Most of the time. Do you find that? Sure. Do you find that acting is a good outlet for stuff? Yes, absolutely, yeah. I also find it's a great distraction from my real life. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when, when things are turning shitty, then I'm like, okay, I'm going to go work, memorize those lines and try to work on this, this character and whatnot and sort of focus on Be that. someone else. So I'm going to go be someone else because this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of what I try to do. You're at a good age, too. 28's a good age. Is it? It's a nice age. Uh, I want to be 30. I think, That's really nice to hear. Yeah, at 30, I always picture my. I always like, I'm going to be really happy at 30, I think. You know, just on the couch with a beer, <laughs> girlfriend, watching TV. I'm fucking 30. <laughs> I, think, I did it. <laughs> I think 30's a, really, 30's a really good age. Yeah. Because 30 is the age where. Thanks, Michelle. 30 is the, the age where I think you finally start to feel like. I don't think I'm a moron anymore. Like you, you yeah. have some life experience behind you. You've made some dumb mistakes in your twenties, and then thirty, sure. you start to feel like, all right, I think I can function as an adult. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm mature now. I can make mature decisions, and, and people have to respect that because I've been around the block. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm an almost senior individual to yeah. the younger generation. Yeah. These goddamn kids, they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, there are so. They're making dumb choices. What? I'm 32, and uh, let me tell you, it doesn't change. Doesn't change. Nope. Fuck. I knew you're it. fucked, bro. I, I think it does change. Okay. Good. You're uh, very optimistic, and you're very precious. Well, Chris is. Chris <laughs> that's is a, that's Chris. our life dynamic. <laughs> Chris is. Uh, Chris is 39. I'm so not 39. He's approaching that age. Oh, I'm 40. I'll be 44 in two weeks. Nice of you oh, to wow. admit that. Holy you shit. look great. I don't mind admitting. It used to bother me, but it really doesn't anymore. Do you feel healthy? Do you feel good? I'm healthier than I've ever been in my life. I did not take care of myself in my 20s. I was a What about your 30s? I I started taking care of myself in my 30s. I had the foresight, you know, I quit drinking when I was 31 and I had the because I drank too much. And I had the foresight to go, you know, I don't want to hit 50 or 55 and then go, I better turn this rusty bucket around. <laughs> so actually I started yeah, it's exercising with some frequency and trying to make better choices. And, like, I'm healthier now than, you know. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. But I thought 40 would be really – 40 I agonized over. And then after it passed, I was like, oh, that wasn't really that big of a deal. Yeah. It's really not that big of a deal. But 28's good. You're just kind of 
You're just kind of sliding. <laughs> you're kind of sloughing off all that shit from your 20s. Yeah. Oh, you're so, figure it's so it exciting, though. Yeah, it's very exciting. You get to look forward to 30. It's good. You know what? You're right. That's You're right. You're absolutely right. Do you think, do you see yourself, do you see yourself acting as long as you possibly can? Or do you think someday, like, yeah, I think I'll have had enough of that? Oh, man, that's a, that's a tough question. I really don't know. I'm just trying to get through the day, the year, you know, like, see what happens. Uh, I don't really know what's going to happen. I, I would like to direct and get behind the camera. I think that would be, it would be, I think, more difficult in other areas, but I think that it would be much I would be much more suited to what I like to do, I think. Yeah. Which is kind of sit in a chair and <laughs> tell people what to do. <laughs> I really don't... I'm really tired of having to go through all that stuff that, you know, actors have to go through, I think. Yeah, in, I mean... In the scene, you know, in the, it's like, it's hard. It's not easy, like, doing all that shit, you know, screaming, crying, all that stuff. And maybe it's just the show. Maybe I should get into comedy or something. <laughs> but... Yeah, there's but uh, yeah, there is something to that. Yeah, that's probably part of it. But um, yeah, no, I would really like to be a, a director. I think at some point, you know, I think that that's kind of, I don't know, it's just it's just an amazing thing. I mean, a you, filmmaker. Yeah, you know? call your first movie cool. the French Exit. Yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> and, uh, yes. Is it a horror film? Or? It's whatever you want it to be. All right, I like that. I mean, I think there is. First of all, I, I am always fascinated to talk to. Actors who who take on intense roles, because I think what you know what people who just who are just consumers seem to forget is that if you're an actor, your your brain is really feeling those things to an extent. Sure, I mean it's not obviously you're not in a crazy haunted hotel, but right, right. but yeah. you are still forcing yourself to go through a wide variety of emotions that you still have to feel, and if some part of your brain doesn't know the difference, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. And so I completely understand why you would want to flip right. behind the camera <laughs> right. and make other people yeah. do that. Yeah, you shit. do that. <laughs> Cry more. Scream more. Yeah, I know You're it's hard. I did pain. it a long time, too. Just shut the fuck up and do right. it. Right. That's why I think actors can make really great directors is because part of your job will be how do you communicate your vision to a performer. Right. And Absolutely. you seem to understand that. What, what types of directors do you – what do you respond to the best in a director? Oh, that's uh, – I don't even know. I don't even know how to answer that. What do you, you mean, like, who's my favorite director? Or? I mean, do you like a director who says, stand over there, do this exactly how I oh, want you to, or do you oh, go, oh. hey, you know, no, this no, no. is about what we want you to do, you go with it? Uh, no, there's got, you've got to be a little lenient, right? You've got to give the actor freedom, freedom, but I also think that, you know, somebody with a vision, I think, is, it's, it's very important for somebody to have a, a whole vision of uh, the whole project, you know? That's their job, is to sort of mold you to fit the whole thing. Like, you, you have a vague idea of what everybody else is doing, but you're more concerned with what you're doing, so... Uh, someone who can guide you along without be, being too controlling, I think, is, is what I look for. And someone who can communicate to you without uh, hurting your feelings, I guess. You know, sometimes some directors are a little more blunt. Sure. And they're like, that was shit, you know, <laughs> do it better. <laughs> what are you Other trying to directors say? are like, let's try this, let's try it this way. You know, that was great, but let's do it this way. So well, that, why don't we do this less shitty? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Try not to suck as much. <laughs> great, uh, I go. feel totally open now to mm-hmm. do exactly. Yeah. So that's what I, you know, that would be ideal. Do you, are you able to watch any of your own stuff? I, you know, the uh, past years I have watched and then I get, (laughs) 
I get pretty depressed about it sometimes, you know. When <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say pretty stuff. aroused. And pretty aroused, like, yeah. oh, Let's talk about that. All the time. <laughs> All the time. No, I, I, yeah. So this year I decided, I've been watching the episodes that I'm not in, and, and if it's my scene, I fast forward through it. So I, at the end of the season, I think I'm gonna gonna watch it and see you know what's going on. But I think you know I don't you don't normally when you're shooting a movie or something watch it you know halfway through. So this right. is like we're still shooting it, and then I would be watching my work. So it's kind of it's kind of weird. So I'm kind of just skipping over it until the end to watch it. I'm gonna binge watch it. You're gonna binge watch it at the end. Yeah, and it, it, I think that's kind of nice because then you'll have some separation from it, and it won't yeah. be so. It can't hurt me if I don't watch it. <laughs> so very true. Yeah. <laughs> that's like when you. That's like when. You, when your dog is on the bed and he doesn't make eye contact with you, he's like, if I can't see you, you don't exist. So you cannot tell me to get off this bed. Yeah. It is I, – I, li- I like the shielding yourself. And it, I, I personally, if I were to act in stuff ever, I, I don't know if I'd be able to watch it. Yeah. I think it would it's just – it would just sort of like, oh, they use that take? Oh. Yeah. God. I, yeah. Oh, oh, I didn't say that right. Yeah. That, that happens a lot too. But I guess ultimately you just have to let it go. I mean, that, yeah, you that's, can't go back. You can't. So much of it seems to be not just the not just good acting seems to be letting go, but also the overall business part of just letting all of that go. Yeah, you gotta be you gotta be prepared for the upcoming moment, and then you gotta live fully in the moment, and then you gotta know that you did your best and tried to work with what was around you, and then you gotta let it go. Yeah, that's the only way to do it. You honestly can't do it any other way. Otherwise, you go insane because you keep trying to go back and change the past, and you're like, "Oh no, fuck!" Are you listening, George Lucas? <laughs> Just let um, it go. Probably not. Yeah, yeah. So you're, right. you're right. He's, he's totally moved on, Past but he kept man. trying to go back. <laughs> well, not anymore. That's true. Now someone else is going to go back. Yep, I'm very excited about that. Do you George tickets? Uh, I do. I, I do. do? Yeah. Damn it! Yes, I gotta get my tickets. It's probably sold out by now. Mm, some of the like the ten o'clock screenings aren't. Oh really? Yeah. I see. I can't see a movie 10. at ten o'clock. I fall asleep. It's too late. Are you an early? You're late. You're an early sleeper. Uh, sometimes, but it, every time in a movie theater, if I see a movie at ten o'clock or past ten o'clock, I fall asleep. It just ha- it's too cozy. It's too dark. It's too easy. It's like, I, it's too I just I just watched agree. a movie at yeah. the IPIC Theater in Pasadena. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it's like you it's know the you, super swanky one. Yeah, and everyone's got their own recliner, and it's just like. <laughs> And you can watch movies. Why it's ignoring. too fucking funny. It's too fucking comfortable to to see a movie. Yeah. They give you blankets and a pillow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like they're encouraging you. And all the food yeah. on the menu and booze is just there to put you to fucking sleep. Yeah. No, I think you need to be forced to pay attention a little bit in a the movie. Theater. Otherwise, you could just be in your yeah. living room. I need totally. a chair that's not so goddamn comfortable. I don't want to lie flat. Like, I you can really recline the fuck out of those chairs. I honestly don't blame you. Are you guys done? Are you completely done with Apocalypse at this point? Um, I think they are wrapped, yeah. I think well, there might be some reshoots in February, but uh, I'm, I haven't heard anything about that yet. Fingers crossed. Uh, we excited. didn't get the entire orgy. We need you to come back. <laughs> <laughs> we got to do it again. <laughs> but that's, what's so, that's what I really like about this, about the universes. I, I I love Quicksilver and Days of Future Past. I thought it was such a great. I thought you were such a great character. You did such a great job. Thanks, and dude. Uh, it was one of those like, oh, I really want to see more of that guy. Yeah, he and kinda, then it was, it was just it was, he was such a sliver. So I'm hoping. Well, I think you know, ironically, the character's so fast. Yes, I understand that, right. Matt. Okay, in and I just give you a little taste of. But it, is, <laughs> is it? Are, is there more? Are we seeing more of him in Apocalypse? Yeah, he's in this one uh, a, a bit more. Yeah, he doesn't just leave after the first act. I guess it was. Yeah. 
He's ba- he's he's in it uh, a good amount. He comes in kind of halfway through the film and then stays in for for the rest of it. So, yeah. Where did you grow up? Me, uh, St. Louis, Missouri. Nice. <clears throat> yeah. Emo's Pizza. Nice. Yeah. Have you ever been? I've been to St. Louis uh, a handful. Of, I was just there actually. I was just oh. I was performing there not that long ago. But there, I you know I, I'm familiar with St. Louis because the um, my dad was a professional bowler and the bowling museum used to be in St. Louis. Oh my! It God. moved, wow. but it used to be in St. Louis. That's amazing. Yeah, St. Louis is a fucking bowling town. How did town. Uh, whatever town that got it wrestle it away from St. Louis? Must have been a hell of a fight. To get I'm, the I'm not bowling even 100% Hall sure St. Louis knows it's missing. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know there was a bowling game. That's, that's the problem. Yeah. You know what they did is they moved it to, I think it's in Texas somewhere, and I think it's a small part of another museum. Like I think it got absorbed by another sports museum. The shotgun museum. I think it's a, mm, I don't know if it's the shotgun museum. But it's, Whatever's cool, it man. Got absorbed. Bull riding would be a good one in Texas. I've been to bull riding. Yeah, sure. But I mean, that would be a good, you know, bull riding, and then you get the bowling hall of fame. I don't. I, I, I see. A, I see yeah, a some parallel. crossover. Like then that. the I see some crossover. World Series of Poker Hall of Fame should be right next to that. So, uh, uh, when did you come to Los Angeles, or did you go to LA first? Did you go to New York first? No, no, no. I went to LA first uh, when I was fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah, yeah two thousand two, uh, July. Yeah. And it was to specifically to to pursue. Yeah, yeah. I just I don't know, man. I got uh, my my dad got a job in Michigan uh, the summer before, and so we moved up to Michigan. And I was just there, bored out of my mind. And uh, I always loved movies and TV. I wanted to be an actor, so I I kind of just got involved in it locally there, just to see what would happen. And then a photographer put me on tape for a manager who was out in L.A. and he liked the tape, so he said, "If you want to come out and start auditioning for uh, movies and TV and stuff and commercials," I was like. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I talked to my parents, and they were like, all right, we can go for it. And my whole f- feeling was, is like, if, if Dak can get a job and move us to Michigan, like, I can surely go to California and just be an actor. Like, if you can just uproot everybody and do that, like, I can uproot us and do that. That's <laughs> for sure. It'll work out great. And so I just started, and we just took it a year at a time if I was booking stuff and if I still liked it. And I've uh, uh, just been doing it ever since, you know, just been kind of getting involved with it and, and really liked it you know really oh, liked good. the whole acting aspect of it you know I, I, I fell in love with that part of it uh, performing and you know making people laugh and, and just uh, really getting into the scene so that, that was that's kind of what I, I love to do and what I love about it but I'm actually surprised you don't do more comedy I would I, you know what dude I really need to uh, talk to my agent about that <laughs> <laughs> well it's probably hard because you're on two large franchises right now yeah I'll, I'll try, you know what? I'm going to try. I'm going to do that. That's That'll be my goal for 2016 is to do more comedies and get more involved in that. Because I think it's fun when – I think it's fun when people see someone in one respect and then they discover later on, oh, that person was actually like a comedy dude. Like it, Vince Vaughn. Like Vince Vaughn. Right? Yeah. 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 So I think it's I think it's a good – I think it's nice because I think it also – insulates you i think as long as you can do comedy you can work forever there's always role like comedy is i feel like ageless yeah that's very true um until you're not funny anymore <laughs> that's the problem and then, <laughs> and then people don't call you anymore then you do true detective season two yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. hey vince vaughn uh, <laughs> you know you know it's not his fault no. You know, it's not no. his fault. It's not. You know, coming off of True Detective Season 1, I'm sure if, if someone said, hey, do you want to be an egg? Of course I would. Season 1 was great. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's not, it's not, it's not, his, it's not his fault. It mm-hmm. didn't work out as well. Sure. 
But I just think, <laughs> you know, man, not everything you do is going to knock it out of the park. Oh, believe me, I know. <laughs> I'm hitting a bunt to first out every day. That's a baseball thing. Are you a sports guy at all? Not really, no. Yeah, me neither. I don't. Well, so, will you please okay. explain what just that means? Bunt. Keep talking about uh, bullshit. I'll no, be tell over me. here. Bunt to first base. What, what does that mean? It's like you're supposed to bunt the opposite side of whatever the what runner is. It's a long story. I know what story. a bunt is, but I don't understand the strategy. What I'm saying is. I'm trying to understand your What metaphor. I'm saying is, whenever I hit the ball, I'm not hitting home runs. I'm hitting. Well, why are you aiming bunts to first base? It's just my fault, really. (laughs) I just think that's the best strategy in life. And every time I try, it's just a dribbler up the line. And I'm so slow as it is running. They're always tagging me up. Okay, I I didn't really understand any of that, but I'll tell you something. Uh, Evan Peters, as a young boy, decided he could didn't have to that he was going to make better choices for himself. I'm always fascinated when anyone gets out of the Midwest or the South because it's it's very. You know, you can be very comfortable in your surroundings. Like, I don't know what else is out there. But at 15 to say, I don't see any reason why I can't just up, go try this thing. I mean, that's a, yeah. that's a really – that's a big decision to make when you're a kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> probably not smart for my parents to listen to me. That was, I think uh, it was smart. It seems well, like it worked out pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Knock on wood. You know, I, it's, it's, it's going good right now. That's good. Were you, do, you, do you feel like you had sort of a pretty standard childhood, or do you feel like, did, uh, did the entertainment business kind of ruin me for a while? No. I, no. I mean, I had really good friends out here growing up, and, uh, you know, sure, we got into trouble sometimes, but we, we, we were pretty level-headed, and I think we could sort of stayed out of all that bullshit, so that was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And in general, do you kind of like it – se- it seems like you don't really – Seems like you like sort of peace and calm. And yes, I do. Yeah, I like calm. I like to stay at home and watch TV or play video games. What are you playing? Well, I'm really excited for Fallout Four. Yes, I can't even tell you how. I, Fallout Three took a year of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm super ready for Fallout Four, so I can just fall into the abyss of the wasteland. What is it this time around? I haven't. Boston. 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 I'm very excited. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited Pit too. Boys get an accent. Finding out <laughs> <laughs> this guy, yeah, wicked good. Yeah, talk like that. Yeah, what do you? What, what I do when I get drunk? I talk like that. The fallout over here. Wicked fallout. A wicked fallout. Wicked fallout. <laughs> wicked, fallout. <laughs> wicked radiation over there. <laughs> you go out that French exit. There's some wicked fallout. You gotta stay in here. <laughs> Please, please, please let that be the game. I hope I so. Really want that to be the we'll game. find out if Amazon ever delivers this thing. That. Uh, uh, yeah, that's coming out. Let's see. What else? I got the Battlefront's like, coming. Battlefront's coming. I got Assassin's Creed. Ooh, nice. I bought uh, I bought Transformers Devastation because I just wanted to play as the classic Transformers. Okay, how is it? I haven't cracked it out of the plastic yet. That's cool. God damn it. How do you make time for yourself? How do you make, do you forcibly make <laughs> time? Like, I'm just going to take a Saturday and play games, or do you just yeah. sort of take... Yeah, I have plenty of time. <laughs> I have way too much time. Uh, yeah, it's not that difficult. You know, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not as busy as a lot of other people in, in the business, so that's good. That but is good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Plenty man. of time. I'm so glad that you appreciate your free time too. Oh, I was God. never good at free time. I was never good. I at love it. Oh man, I love it. I love it now, but I didn't really. I never really appreciated it when I when I had it. Like I'm not doing enough. I got to do more stuff. <laughs> You gotta do more stuff. You just gotta do it. You gotta do it. You gotta uh, uh, nurture your inner child. Yeah. You gotta do that. Yeah. Yeah, man. Come on. God damn it. 44? Shut up. You're 44. 
<laughs> what? What? <laughs> it's not even a... No, I'm not 44. No, I'm not. No, I'm 28. <laughs> God damn you. Prove you... it. Where's your long-form birth certificate? Oh. We're birthers on this program. It's good yeah, to see you. Everyone who comes on has got to present a birth certificate. <laughs> <laughs> make sure everything's on the level. we got to make sure that you're American yeah. and that you're... You're not from fr- France, Kenya. Kenya, or France. Yes, those are the two that we have a big problem with. Oh. Are you? Uh, so when Paula, <laughs> okay, <laughs> nothing matters. <laughs> You're an old thirty-two, Matt. <laughs> You're a really old thirty-two. <laughs> uh, give this guy some hope. Uh, you'll be fine. All right, thank you. Yeah, this is more nurture than nature, right here. Yeah, yeah you don't have to. You don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's gonna be fun when you start that when you actually start directing when you really start down that path. I think it's. Gonna I need be to do fun. it, man. I gotta. I, I need to start. I, I'm gonna start with a short. I gotta write and direct a short with my buddies, and then and then sort of go from there. I think that's step one of. Uh, this whole process. Do you think it'll be comedy or do you think it'll be something serious? Oh, probably comedy. Comedy's so much more fun to shoot. Yeah. I, I think start there and then maybe go into a drama. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Would you, do you feel more vulnerable showing people your work as a director than as an actor? I don't know because I've never done it before. I, I, feel, I feel pretty strongly about uh, that I could make some interesting choices and, and, and try to be different with it, but I, I don't know. I'll have to do it first, and then you can decide if it's shit. <laughs> so we'll see. Are you okay emotionally if you make something and it doesn't turn out great? Are you like, all right, well, we'll just try something else, or do you take yeah. it hard? Well, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, I've never done it before, so I don't know. But, I mean, are you talking, like, acting-wise? In general. Like, acting-wise, it's not, I don't know. Like, I've never, I don't know. It doesn't really bother me if it's shit for some reason. Because just, I just keep going on to the next thing. I'm like, all right, well, f- fuck it. We'll do the next thing. Even if it's good, I'm like, oh, that's great that I was good. But, like... Well, what am I going to do next? You know, it's like you always got to be thinking about the next thing. You can't ever like take a moment and really look at it, look at what happened. I know? think that is genuinely the healthiest way to live because it's oh. so easy to get caught up in everything that it's so good to be able to. I mean, it, yeah, your whole life is just a collection of yeah, some things work, some things don't work, and as totally. long as you can be cool with that, then everything will be fine ultimately. Yeah, yeah just work hard, you know, and, and try to do your best. But it is interesting that. Business attracts such a specific type of personality, and you just see people get so crazy and in their heads about stuff. Right? You know, like it's, it's unnecessary. <laughs> it's, it's totally unnecessary. unnecessary. <laughs> I don't understand. You, there's normal people in the business too. You know? Absolutely, level-headed people. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. But I, but I think it's. I think there's probably a larger than average, like the ratio of people. <laughs> As opposed to other professions, yeah. they are few and far between. But when you find them, they're gems. Yeah, so you gotta hang on. It is because I, you know, I always say I think it's hard enough to, you know, it's hard enough just to get something going, to get a movie going, or to get a television show going. And it's yeah. like on top of that to have to create more drama within a thing. Where it's like, can we please just, yeah. can we just make this fucking thing and then everyone just go home and right. <laughs> relax? Yeah, is that possible? I hope so. I hope so too. Yeah, I think it is as long as you're. You know, especially when you, if you're sort of the captain of that ship, if you're, you know, one of the higher names in the call sheet, or if you're the director or whatever, I think you really do set that tone. I think totally. that's part of your responsibility yeah. to absolutely. set that tone. Yeah, absolutely. Are you, when you work on something, 
do you tend to stay friends with people, or is it like, oh, really good friends while working, and then yeah. we never see each other? That's the sad part, right? You, you you fall out of touch with so many people that you you became friends with. You know, it's like camp. You know, you're friends with them for a while, and then you just leave, and you're never friends with them again. But yeah. but there are people who you do have a genuine connection with, who you stay in touch with, and you're like, oh, I could really be friends with this person, and you know, then and you stay in touch with them. And there's it, it's it's both, you know. Yeah, I definitely say there's more people that I'm not friends with after working with them than I'm <laughs> friends with. I'm just being honest, but. <laughs> it's nobody's fault. It's just it's just hard. It's 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 like, you know, you go in knowing that you're probably not going to see these people again. You know, it's, it's, that's the sad part, I think. Yeah. So it's kind of everybody kind of has a wall put up anyway, and you kind of have to push past that wall in order to be real friends with them. You know, it's because it does take effort. It really does take effort. <laughs> yeah. It takes effort. To, I mean, I feel you're like like it's, gypsies. You know. Yeah. It's like traveling traveling circus everywhere. You have to set. You have to set up and rebuild your home every time you go on to a new thing. Okay, yeah. here's my little. Yeah. What sort of stuff is in your dressing room? That sort of. Do you have any little things that sort of follow you everywhere? I have a book bag that has everything in it, from gold bond to mints to <laughs> books to <laughs> journals. Sounds to, like a bug out bag. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Um, yeah, I carry it with me everywhere now. It's got it's got everything in it. So you know, spend the night at someone's house. You got that. It's got it's got everything. Scripts. Uh, laptop, iPad, charger, eye drops, uh, all of it. It's it's that's kind of my comfort zone. I just got to have my backpack with me. Being prepared for the apocalypse. Absolutely. <laughs> Not X Men apocalypse. Can of green beans. The actual apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you need a can opener. He's got, and a he's Swiss got army knife. He's got gold and U.S. bonds. <laughs> yeah. Just in case there's currency yeah. issues. Yeah. That's interesting. That is that is that is kind of a. That's a like sort of a nomadic preparedness. Yeah, it's great. Pack. I didn't. I just started doing that a couple of years ago, and it's really kind of saved my life in terms of traveling and all that stuff. It's, it's Do you great. keep a lot of stuff in your home? Like, is no, I have very little. I have a bed on the. It's. I have an apartment. I have a bed on the ground. Yep. And I got a chair from IKEA, <laughs> and I got a, I got a couple bar stools and. Uh, a Keurig. Mm-hmm. And, uh, nice. That's about it. You know? And a TV and an Xbox. I don't have a TV. Or a P- PS4. <laughs> no, do- I, don't, I have a PS4 with no TV right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to work on that. Well, um, you got a lot to do before 30 hits. I know. <laughs> Not really. It just sounds like you just got to get a TV. Just got to get a TV, man. I think you got to get the bed off the floor. You know, there's the floor. nothing wrong with having your bed on the you floor. You don't need a nightstand if your bed's on the floor. That's true. The floor is your nightstand, Matt, so shut up. I My bed was on my floor for like a year before I finally got a bed frame, that and it a, was fine. That was a big thing with Dory, my wife, and I. It was actually in her wedding vows about how she, when she met me, I didn't have nightstands, and it <laughs> bothered her. <laughs> and so I went out and got nightstands and stayed until three o'clock in the morning building the nightstands. Oh, that's sweet. Like, yeah, that's, like, like, the, that's you know that's. But I'm just saying it was her saying like, "Grow the fuck up, get some nightstands, get your bed off the ground." Yeah. So I'm telling you, Evan uh, and Hardwick. All right. He doesn't have to yet. I'm no, I'm just saying you have two yeah, years to up, do it. Matt, you do have two years of French exits, and yeah. then you do it. <laughs> but yeah. you go, kid, go. <laughs> Take your bug out bed and your gold bond power and just run. <laughs> Just run as fast as you can. Yeah, yeah no, I don't. I, I finally, I finally got the nightstands. Yeah, and uh, and I don't, I don't mind it. You know, I'm fine either way. You don't mind the bed on the floor? I don't. I literally don't mind either That's way. Bizarre. I have to say, the bed on the floor is a little difficult. Getting up to go play yeah. in the morning, you, get, you really got to like take one knee. Yeah, you roll under the ground, and then you got to like take one knee and push yourself up. Plus, when you and hit thirty, that back's not going to be great. Uh, yeah. The first hard. time you get like a bed frame, you're just going to roll off and land on your face. <laughs> yeah. Like, ah, fuck! I got a bed. 
Yeah, but no nightstands is nice because you don't. I feel like a nightstand just accumulates shit. I just get so much trinkets and rubber bands and like fucking shit. And I don't know what the nightstand. fuck you're doing in your bedroom. <laughs> He's right though. He's right. A nightstand. It's it's the the more places you have to put things, the more you will fill those with things. Yeah, absolutely. I have a light and a Kindle. Wow. You have thirty guitars. That's, That's in my office, not All on right. my nightstand. Okay. Well, now you're now you're just mincing rooms. <laughs> but the idea is that if you Create places to store junk. You will accumulate more junk. Absolutely, That's I don't. I don't think he's wrong. Evan likes to just keep shit streamlined. That's right. I get it, but get a nightstand, bro. <laughs> no just one's ever said that. Get a, get a nightstand, bro. <laughs> hey, bro. I'll work on it, bro. You gotta, bro. You gotta get a nightstand. Just do it. Change your life. Yeah. Make sure you have one on both sides. Don't do this bullshit of shoving your bed up in the corner. Don't do that thing that. Married people, dude. Unmarried people. Yeah, you know man. what you gotta you know. do. Just let you know. Yeah. Just get a nightstand. You gotta get one. You get a nightstand. You need to get yourself a baby. You yep. need to, no. <laughs> what? What? I don't want either of those. Don't make. <laughs> <laughs> well, you get a baby that's got strong legs. Use that as a nightstand. All right. Well, that's at least inventive. They get that soft spot on their head. You can make a divot for your phone. That's really <laughs> disturbing. <laughs> They're babies. Who gives a really shit? Disturbing. They don't know. You're gonna have babies. They're not gonna soon. remember. You're gonna have babies soon. We'll try. All right. See what happens. Good for you. If How we, many do you want? Uh, I feel like two would be great. What kind of a boy and a girl? Yeah. Two boys? Two girls is fine. Two boys, whatever. I don't care. All right. Doesn't matter. Any combo? Maybe if they don't know what gender they are, that's fine with me, too. I don't give a shit. Just as long as I can mold this person into someone who's like me. <laughs> <laughs> no! Hey. There's enough of that! How dare you! <laughs> I don't get it. What's the problem? Nothing! I mean, good idea. Mm-hmm. Good idea. Yeah, it, it is It is interesting when you have a bunch of stuff and you feel like, I need all this stuff, and then you get rid of a bunch of stuff, and then you realize, like, I really didn't need any of that stuff. Right. I really don't need... Yeah, that's the thing. you got to get rid of old clothes, all that shit you don't need. you just got to clear it out. It just creates clutter, and you don't. if you don't use it, get rid of it. Screw it. I don't need it. It sounds like your apartment's a place you just go to to maybe shower off every once in a while. Yeah, it's, you... like, it's more of an office than anything. <laughs> I go there and, and, and work and then kind of leave. Yeah. yeah, sleep there sometimes. Are you writing anything? Are you writing anything? No, no. <laughs> but you will. <laughs> no, I would love to. It's so fucking hard, though. I don't know how you guys do it. It's so hard. It's you hard. Are you guys writing anything there. right now? Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's really difficult. I mean, really, really difficult. I could maybe I could maybe brainstorm or spitball. Sure. I don't know if I could fun. actually sit down and, and write anything. I mean. I don't know. Well, that's, I think, when you collaborate with someone, you find someone that you like collaborating with that likes to do that part but maybe doesn't like the brainstorming part. Yes. That's what then I mean. Then you don't have to. Then I have to do it, yeah. No, I've, that's I've, perfect. I've, written, I've written three shows since May, and wow. by the end of the year, I hope to have five. Oh, my God. And it's just like, that's amazing. That's really it gets amazing. to be a... You get muddled. You know, everything sort of muddles together, and you sort of think... Is everybody in the same exact voice across all three of these scripts? <laughs> and uh, everyone's complaining you know. about nightstands. Ah, fuck. <laughs> Get a nightstand, bro. <laughs> Change my life. <laughs> Got a place for my Kindle. Charge my phone. Glasses go there. It's great. I'm just what's saying. in the drawers? You put anything in the drawers? The drawers have. You know what's interesting? I the drawers. No. I my wife hates when there's socks around, and I always when I go to bed, I leave take my socks off, and I had been oh, putting yeah. my socks in the drawer of the nightstand, and I was like, gross. eventually I'll clean these up, and then <laughs> and then it's gross. It was just it was so just, what I was just doing. a weird dirty sock bomb. It's well, about it's to not. explode. It's not because I didn't I hadn't looked in there for months. <laughs> 
and I'd run out of socks, and I opened the drawer, and they were all clean. My cleaning lady had been just cleaning the, the socks. Look on Deb's face. The look on your face, Deb, was was. I like, shoved them in the bottom drawer of the thing. I was like, I don't have. I'm not gonna put a hamper over here. So your cleaning lady cleaned the socks and put them back in yeah, the drawer. Yeah, she folded them up and they were in there. And I had, but I hadn't checked in months. I just wow. noticed that I had run out of socks because I every time I go on a trip, I buy a new set. Of, I buy six pairs of socks. I don't know why. I just do it so I don't have to do laundry, I guess. So <laughs> who, yeah. who fucking needs to grow up now? I just right. keep buying <laughs> yeah. socks. I just fucking buy new socks. I don't need to then, uh, do any laundry. I didn't notice. And then the other day, it was like a fucking... Was like a residual chick. See, I'm on Evan's side. Like, holy shit! I'm on Evan's side. If you didn't have, if you didn't have a nightstand, you wouldn't have a disgusting sock. I didn't, though. Is my point. Yeah. My lovely cleaning lady Maria had been taking care of that for me, and I didn't even know it. Champagne problems and yeah. caviar dreams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that's right. Whatever. First world problems, Matt. It my, wasn't a problem. My cleaning it was a solution. taking all of my socks and putting them in. She this. had been doing it without my knowledge because I'd just forgotten. You know them. how they get. Listen. Yeah. Good help is so she's hard. She's just there fight. one time a week. It's not like she's there every day. And she's very helpful. That's, that's too much. One time a week. <laughs> I like my shit. I, 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 I find that a cleaning lady always moves my shit somewhere and I can't find it. It, it destroys me. Oh. I, I can't take it. Maria's like, good. She knows where to put stuff. That's why you have to not have a lot of places to put things so that the options are fewer and then everything just ends up in one place. Yes, absolutely. Uh, do you think you'll ever move into a house or do you think you... Yeah, I think eventually. Yeah, one day. When you you're know? 30? <laughs> you say no. Probably not. Just be like me. The first, year, the first almost a year I lived in my house, it was just empty. It's mattress on the floor. Yeah. It's like beanbag chair. Just the echoes of his sadness. I, got, I did get more. I ended get up more getting stuff more stuff. Fill yeah. it up. I did. I did all that. Just I did fill all it up. that. Yeah. Now I gotta now I gotta get rid of that stuff and get all new stuff. Well, you know, when you double your square footage, you gotta get more stuff. Well, yeah, of course. You're gonna have a that's you're gonna have works. a good time. Although I guess you could just both put your stuff into the one house. Yeah, that's what we're Will gonna it do. match? Our stuff matches. Wow. Great. We have exactly the same taste. Great. If it's a lot of weird taxidermy, and, problem uh, solved. Just, like sciency looking stuff. Yeah, it's <laughs> Done. really weird. Taxidermy, all right. Yeah, I my like house that. looks like a weird natural history museum. I don't, I don't <laughs> what know kind why. of taxidermy do you have? Um, just uh, like, um, let's see. I have a, a a white moose head and a wow. I've got a puma. I have a, a bears and Victorian monkeys. Did you kill all these, or did you by hand? By hand? No, they were drug dealers. <laughs> all okay, of these animals amazing. were drug dealers. <laughs> uh, no, I did not kill any of them by hand. I could not murder an animal, but I will buy old taxidermy. That's cool. Yeah. They would have died by now sure. anyway. Yeah, by now, <laughs> Your Honor. Your Honor. <laughs> these victims would have been dead by now. It's a very strange trial that we're on right now, but. This moose would have died by now anyway. <laughs> it's all fine. Now it's good that you have your thing. Your taxidermy is lovely. Thank you. You're welcome. I, I like that. I like the taxidermy. It's interesting. It's uh, you know, I just like sciencey things. Do you, yeah. is there any you don't so you don't collect anything? Mm, no. It's probably, <laughs> probably a better way to go. I'm telling you, man. It's so much smarter. It's yeah. so much smarter. But maybe one of these days you'll just you'll just plop down and you'll just start. I'll start collecting. Yeah, coins. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. coins. Get That's the coins. one to go with. Smaller. <laughs> <laughs> start collecting coins. No, I don't know. Then you can throw them all away and start over with something. Coins, else. maybe stamps. It's, just the cool them. You can, stuff. You can buy things with coins, though. After you're yeah, but collector collection. coins, you don't want to spend on stuff. You just want to stare at them. 
Look at this yeah. Native American on this quarter. Ooh. Oh. Beautiful. There was a silver, there, no, there's a gold dollar pressed in San Francisco that they didn't make too many of. And I was watching, I forget what I was watching, but. Antiques Roadshow? Something like that. And it was uh, now worth like $85,000 for this coin. Wow. See, there you go. That's it's crazy. Coin. Would you sell it or would you keep it? Would who sell it? Would you sell it if you had if that I coin? If I had, I don't care about coins, so sure, I'll sell it. If it, it means nothing to me, why well, would I keep they it? Pray, how much did they pay to get that coin? Or did they just have that coin? I feel coin like they just around? had it. Just laying around. Yeah. Look it's at one this of coin. those things, you know? It's yeah. crazy. Hmm. Evan's got his whole life to figure out what he's going to start collecting in his yes. apartment. Well, I think that maybe coins is not the answer. It's All right. a little... Baseball cards? I don't know. What do you collect? What do you collect? Guitars. Socks? Guitars. Oh, guitars. <laughs> guitars. He was accidentally collecting socks. Was accidentally that was completely unintentional. Collecting clean socks every clean week. Socks. It was just sweet filling. It was beautiful. Uh, how many guitars do you have? 35 right now. Wow. Yeah. Do you play guitar? Yep. Okay. Yeah. It'd That's be weird cool. if I didn't. It would be weird. Yeah. Real weird. Oh, they, but I wouldn't put it past me. Electric, acoustic, all kinds? Uh, all kinds. I'm left-handed, so they're all lefties. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, okay, great. Which I collect sitars. What? <laughs> There's play? a market no. for that. Interesting. Yeah, it's cool, man. It's cool, man. It's really cool this week. Collect. Well, there are some people that just need to collect just to collect. And so they, uh, you know, the, I, I I have friends who go through periods where it's like, I'm just all about this right now. It's just like they're trying to find their thing. Yeah. And then they throw it away and then start over again. Yeah, I've been fortunate enough to not throw that away. I've been doing that for 22 years. Guitars is a pretty cool thing because you can, you can actually play them and, and do stuff. Yeah, with you them. can use them. You could use them. Unlike yes. coins, or you can, you can flip a coin. if you were to use your dollar gold coin yeah. and spend it in in a store, you've just given away eighty seven thousand dollars. Yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, a moose head is not going to come back to life, or conversely, get any more dead. But it you just can just look at there. it. You can definitely look at it for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can look at you it for a while. Sort of enjoy it Ooh, look for at a bit. Oh, how about that? Oh, that's a moose head. Oh, he was alive at one point. Oh, nice. He had moose hopes and dreams, and now he's <laughs> on the wall. Hmm. Um, so what are you? what's next for you? You're going to finish American Horror Story in the end of the year, and then are you going to take some time off? Or are you going to uh, go somewhere? I don't know, man. I, there's there's some things that I might be doing. I'm, I'm not really sure. Uh, you know, Hopefully they all they all pan out, You know, get financing and all that stuff. So it's, it's, it's that's always... Cool. always <laughs> Always a gamble, trying to figure out if it's going to actually happen or not. But uh. I really am excited. I, uh, you know, I think it's cool that you are going to start pursuing comedy, directing, and all that stuff. I, yes, I, I, I'm. That's really exciting to start discovering those things, and yeah. it's kind of cool because there's, you really can just go do it. There's no real technological barriers anymore. Everything's right. really simple to do. So it's final draft. You, you just do it, a, do it <laughs> on a notebook, right? But I think it's, I think it's I think it's going to be really. I don't know. I think it'd be one of those things where you do it once and you're like, why did I ever act in anything when I could be doing this? Yeah. Yeah. The creative, you know, mastermind behind it all. That'd yeah. That'd be sweet. There's a lot of responsibility, oh though. Oh, my God. <laughs> but that'd be fun. You're going to people running up to you go, what are we supposed to do? What color are these pots supposed to be? I don't know. Figure it out. <laughs> but you're the director. Fuck you. Oh. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, he's the director. That was the test. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so what What was your social media if people wanted to mm. occasionally when you go on? Uh, my uh, my Twitter handle is at tweets on your face with a, uh, a U-R, not your. <laughs> my, uh, my Instagram handle is boo boo daddy. It's B-O-O, B-O-O, daddy. Um, DJ Skittles is your DJ Skittles. It wasn't to be DJ Skittles. <laughs> 
But then I made it Boo Boo Daddy, so now DJ Skittles will be my new podcast. Fantastic. Uh, covering current events. All such. the current events, yeah. DJ Skittles style. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you were able to comment. I'm sorry Thanks, that dude. it didn't work out before, but it all worked out now, and we were able it to did. reschedule. and Come back again when X-Men comes out if you want. I will, yeah. Come definitely. back when you figure out what you're going to collect. Thank you. Yes, I will. <laughs> That's and hopefully I'll be directed a short by then, and I can, I can hawk that. And, yeah, you absolutely yeah. should. We would love to help you do that. Cool. Honestly. And it's... Do you know a lot of comedy people? No. Okay. <laughs> no. You can introduce me? That'd be great. I mean, we do. You know, yeah. we, one of the things that I own is a comedy theater like yeah. it's just full of comedy people great all the time cool yeah so any, right. any type of comedy anything uh, I, I'm sure there's people I can introduce you to that you would like that great. would love to work on something with you sweet All right. And there's cool. also people you might not be that into but we get it but that's right. part of the process <laughs> you're, yes. a, you're a grown person we're gonna make Tinder for writers is, oh my god you just a million, just billion dollar app you just find a did you hear about the app Rumble What's Rumble? It's it'll like put you in touch with people who also want to fist fight. No <laughs> way. my god! Are you no kidding me? Oh, that's exciting! Oh my god! Of course. So if you need a hobby, wow. <laughs> so you're rightly going like, I think I'm gonna hit that guy in the face. I can fucking punch that guy in the face. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't know how it's. I don't know how like super true it is because I only heard about it on like the first. Are you sure two, this isn't an Onion article? I heard about it the first two minutes of. Uh, PTI on ESPN, like they just—it was the setup. Real the quick, start can, of the... please look that up and see if that is a verifiable fact. Because if it is, I'm downloading it. Rumble Fight Club <laughs> app. Rumbler. Oh, Rumbler. Rumbler. Okay. I assume R U M B L R. Tinder for fighting. Wow. <laughs> you know how great it is to have sex with people, but what if you could beat the shit out of people? <laughs> Rumbler, I love it. What if there's one that does both? That's <laughs> the fight and fucking. Oh my god, and then there's dudes. Yes, you need video. Shows you how to use the I bet that's on live leak. Causality. Casual fighting. For free. Casual <laughs> fighting. Free. You know, I'm just a casual fighter. I'm a casual fighter, you know? You can log in. Yeah. Amazing. That's amazing. Tinder. Wow. I love. You can't promise casualty free. No. You can't. Someone could die. Well, of course, no. because there's just randos. I mean, the worst that's going to happen. Well, well, I mean, or you could just trip and fucking hit your head on the sidewalk and you're dunzo. You know? That's a hoax. Oh. Okay, well, glad I asked oh, to check us out. Come on. Complex Magazine did it? They, no, they ran that it's a hoax. Oh, they did. That's going to end up being a real thing, like the Tauntaun sleeping bag that was a hoax that ended up becoming a real thing. There's going to be a fucking Fight Club app where people can go beat the shit up. But who would want the live... Well, I guess if you sign up for it, you're, that, that's your, you're, you're waving your right... You're waving all of your... That's your disclaimer right there. Mm. Imagine it's hard to find seed money to start that company. You want to fight about it? Yeah. Okay. Listen. <laughs> if you're within a half mile of me, it'll beep in my pocket. Someone wants to fight. And I'm like, all right. All right. Oh, that guy looks like a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> go punch him in the face. No, Eleven Peters, thank you for being thank here. Thank you for having me. I uh, appreciate uh, you taking the time to talk to me. Enjoy your burrito, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. Hey, it's Guy Raz here, the host of How I Built This, a podcast that gives you a front row seat to how some of the biggest products were built and the innovators, entrepreneurs, and idealists behind them. Every week, I speak to someone new. Stories like Justin Wolverton's, a lawyer who just wanted a healthy alternative to ice cream. So he created Halo Top 
in his Cuisinart. Or Todd Graves, who grew his fried chicken restaurant Raising Cane's into one of the most successful fast food chains in the U.S. All of these great conversations can help you learn how to think big, take risks, and navigate crises in life and work from people who've done all of that and more. Follow How I Built This on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus.